back to the podcast yet again. We have a special guest with us. I'm here with Pastor Floyd, yet again at Calvary Christian Assembly of God. And we also have Brother Ken. Brother Ken, will you just introduce yourself? We're so glad that you're here with us this morning. Well, thank you, Drew. Uh, Ken Wilson is my name. Been a member here of the church for over a year. Delighted to be a part. And uh, I appreciate you having me, especially with this sinus challenge. <laughs> That, that you can hear right now, I sound like I'm talking <clears throat> through a box, but uh, thank you so much, and yes. I'm really delighted to be here with you guys today. Hey, we, we'll take frogs on the mic anyways, it's okay. <laughs> well, hey, we just want to talk today just a little bit about um, um, really the idea of spiritual discipline. We're in the middle of a 21-day fast here at the church, and... Um, uh, Fasting is a great example of what spiritual discipline is in our lives. Um, so we're going to talk about that idea mm-hmm. today and just kind of explore it and um, go from there. So, yeah. Pastor Floyd, I do want to ask you the question this morning. We can all jump in. Is uh, What is spiritual discipline? If we were to define sure. what spiritual discipline is, what sure. would that be? Well, first of all, I just want to say, Brother Ken, it is good to have you in the house today. Um and what an honor it is to have you in the yeah. house. Uh, just to, for our listeners, Brother Ken has been in ministry for many, many years, and God has taken him over many continents to preach the gospel as a missionary. And so uh, you're no novice at this, and so we are glad and honored to have you uh, as we talk about these things today. You. Um, you know, when I think about uh, it is said, though, Pastor Drew, when we talk about spiritual disciplines, and I don't think we talk about it enough in the church, but it is said that spiritual... Di- I'm going to read you what the Lord gave me, but this is a definition that somebody gave to as well, and I like it. It says, spiritual disciplines are habits, practices, and experiences that are designed to develop, grow, and strengthen certain qualities of the spirit to build the muscles of one's character and exp- expand the breadth the breadth of one's inner life. Now I like that. And I was just thinking about it yesterday myself, but I was thinking about, this is what the spirit gave me, brother Ken is to train your flesh to come in alignment with the spirit of God That's good. Yeah. by building your spiritual muscles with the weights of the word, prayer, fasting, worship, etc. There are many, you know, that you guys know, that. there are many, um, spiritual disciplines, and I'm just mentioning a few, but we, we walk in obedience to those things on a daily basis. And I love that. You know, Drew and I were talking about this. I think as a church, we can get caught up of, you know, it's our one time a year on spiritual disciplines. Yeah. And it should be a, a, a daily regiment, yeah. you know, that we're into and involved. So I, I like that. I think the Holy Spirit, it, it, it is making this flesh come in alignment with the spirit of God. That's good. Yeah. And by building your spiritual muscles with the weight of word, prayer, fasting, worship, different other areas, and you're walking in obedience to those things, what God asks us to do on a daily basis, according to the word of God. So that's, that's a, some definitions there too, of what yeah. I'm thinking about spiritual disciplines. So. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, uh, one of the questions that Drew sent prior to this was, why is it so hard to yeah. fast? Yeah. <laughs> and no, I true. thought besides it's, uh, you know, why it's difficult, nobody wants to do it. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. Uh, at first I thought uh, I was so honored because although I pack, 
practice fasting mm-hmm. on a regular basis, meaning weekly. Yeah. I, I've never participated in the Daniel fast till now. Oh, yeah. wow. wow. And at first, uh, you know, when you first announced it, I was, oh, thank God, you know, <laughs> yeah. not a godly pastor, <laughs> you know, calling us. And then after the flesh starts crying out, you, <laughs> you start wondering if he's the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, but it, it, it is, uh, uh, you know, it is not easy and it is no, something we need to do absolutely. on a regular basis. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and this particular fast, one of the things just, I know I might be jumping no, ahead, you're good. Go ahead. but, but I just think that, uh, what I've noticed, it, it's actually, in my opinion, easier to do an abstinence fast than it is the Daniel, in, I hear you. in my opinion. Yeah, really. You wow. know, and uh, so if that, I hope that contributes to some that are, might be listening and are struggling <laughs> with this because uh, it just is for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. And, what do you think makes it easier for you? I, I, when I'm doing an abstinence fast, I, I just know I'm not going to eat. Period. Right. And I just and I That's just gear idea. my mind. You're that, prepared. Yeah. 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 And this just, you know, like this morning, having a bowl of oatmeal. Well, I, I'm used to having a bowl of oatmeal with butter and brown, and brown sugar. The good so, one. Yeah. yeah. So, so to have a, a bowl of oatmeal, you know, come on. You know, I wasn't that excited, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we, we're going we're gonna to walk this through. And, and but I realized the continuous daily, the dying, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that right. in the course of our conversation. Yeah. But as you started out with your definition, it is a, a dying, mm-hmm. and we need that discipline Amen. on a regular basis. Yes. I agree with you. Yes. I sure do. Absolutely. When I think of discipline, I think of... Um, not on the sense of when we talk about spiritual discipline, because I think there's a worldly discipline and a spiritual discipline. Oh, worldly discipline, I think we think of like someone getting in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? We right. think of discipline as a bad yeah. thing. Right. Like a lot of times, right. spiritual discipline, um, it's really to uh, make us better. Right. You know what I mean? Encourage us, uh, build us up. And sometimes that is, it's it's taking the flesh and right. it's, it's pulling it away and moving yeah. into our spiritual aspects of life every single day. I love what 1 Timothy 4, 7 and 8 says. It says, having to do uh, with anything irrelevant or silly myths, rather train yourselves for godliness. Uh, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way yeah. as it holds promise for the present life and also the life to come, right. which is just, uh, that's that's what spiritual discipline is right yeah. there. It's, it's not as much for the flesh yeah. as it is for our training in the godliness and yeah. how to become more holy and sanctified and set apart right with Christ every single day in our life. So that's what I think of when I think of discipline yeah. inside of our life. I like that. You know, you know, in the old King James way I was raised too. I know brother Ken, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of them preachers say, you know, exercise profit as little. little, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's really what Paul was. What He wasn't saying that at all. We know that, uh, exercise is good for this body. Yeah. We yeah. feel good. Yeah. I know yeah. Yeah. going to the gym regularly, I yeah. try to, you know, yeah. I need to get better even going this year. You know, you feel better when you come out. You don't want to go. You're fighting against the flesh. I mean, who wants to go in there and be on a treadmill and bust Lord your no. – I mean, you just absolutely – and you're crying out every time. 
But when we put it on the spiritual sense, it really is like you're talking about, Brother Ken, you too, Pastor Drew, is, you know, you're fighting against that flesh to come into uh, alignment and to say yield to the word, the kind of the, I know those of you that are watching, exercising the word of God in our life to build those spiritual muscles. You know, there are times I don't feel uh, if we go by feelings, let's just be honest. I mean, there are times I don't feel like praying yeah. today. Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like getting yeah. in my word today. But I know that when I push aside the flesh, walk in the spirit, man, that spirit man is just built up and it's starting to yield to the things of God. And you're denying, like you said, Brother Ken, and killing the flesh, Floyd, uh-huh. every day, self. And saying, I'm walking after God's spirit every day. Yeah. You know, and so I love that. It takes work. Yeah. It really does. It takes yeah. work, doesn't well, it? Well, if you think about, like, if, if you go to Planet Fitness or wherever you yeah, go to right. work out, I mean, the worst thing, it's really not the working out for me that's the worst. It's the day after. It's, right. it's the soreness that I felt from, like, working out. I'm like, oh, I don't want to get up. Yeah. But it's kind of the same way in our spirit is, like, sometimes God's working on you with some things, and you're going to be sore. Like, it, yeah. it's it's not going to feel comfortable, but also at the same time, it's it's going to strengthen you up. It's going to make Man. It's going to tear those muscles right to make them stronger and build them back up yeah so you know there's a another verse uh parenthetically with that uh about bodily exercise prophet a little talking about the flesh and the spirit and it's found in uh john mm. and this would be a good verse uh, if someone and we're all familiar but maybe take another look at it sure. john 6 verse 30 excuse me 63 john mm. 6 30 63 and it reads it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. Wow. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. Yes. And they are life. That's, good. That's Jesus speaking. Yeah. That's good. And uh, you know, we always talk about being a spirit being, and really this is just the flesh. That's what it is. Right. And uh but but that those verses right there, and I this is this passage, if you will, everybody has a favorite passage. Yeah. Well, there's nothing that moves me and my spirit more than the following verses. Mm-hmm. Uh these are some difficult things that Jesus are say, is saying here. Yeah, right. And ultimately, you know the story. Uh, many of the disciples decided not to follow with Jesus. And he turned to the 12 after several difficult uh, scenarios there. And uh, he looked at them and said, are you going to also go away? Mm -hmm. And and he says, where am I going to go? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. and, and when you really come to that, you know what I mean? You really come. There ain't nowhere else to go. That's yeah. right. So we better build this spirit man up, it. you know. It. Yeah. It's true. And it, that's why that's, that's why the importance of spiritual discipline is so necessary inside of our lives. And it's a lot of what we lack inside of the churches these yeah. days, inside of our inside of our lives, is we lack the spiritual discipline um, to coincide with our salvation. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times we have our salvation, but then we don't want to go back and build ourselves back up because it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. That's the reality of it. You know, I think what's what I see nowadays, and and I'm not just saying it's on a generation because I know a lot of times we hit hard on, especially on. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's a lack of commitment. I really do. You know, and, and I love what Paul said. It's required that stewards. You know, managers, that's what really the word defines is that that we be found faithful. 
Yeah. You know, it's not going to be anything else is that God's not going to say at the end when we enter. What I want to hear him say is not well done because you've had great talents. True. Well done, thou good and faithful. And I, and I know that that moves the heart of God is that you've been faithful in the things that I've asked you to do. And still, um, so I'm saying, God, increase that we are faithful in what you've called us to do and asked us to do, consecrated, set apart, disciplined yeah. in this day and hour. And, and, and it, I don't know, it just moves me as a pastor, you know, to, to see, thank God, you know, um, I, I want to see more of that. I desire to see more of that in my own life, you know. Uh, but, you know, there's just like uh, this almost a spirit and assignment of the enemy. Well, if it don't work, we're just going to throw up our hands and give up yeah. and, and, and quit. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's on those days, just like when you are working out and you don't see any change and you look in the mirror. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. like nothing's been taken care of. I feel the same way, as, but you got to keep on. Yeah. You got to keep on doing it. You got to keep stay consistent with it, and you start to see the changes. Yeah. You know, and it's amazing too. Even in our fasting time, like you said, brother Ken, whether you choose to do an absolute fast, you know, or just doing fluids and not partaking out of anything, or doing a Daniel fast, whatever God chooses you to do, you know, it is truly amazing to see how. You are so sensitive to the things of God. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is amazing how things start changing in your spirit. Your your spiritual senses are just heightened to the things of God. It's amazing, absolute amazing. You know, as we you know kind of talk about that, you know, and going back to what uh, Brother Ken said, why is fasting hard? I just put here first and foremost, we like to eat. That's it. No, that's it. <laughs> I like to eat. Yeah. I mean, we like to eat. I mean, every corner, you know, it used to be like just uh, temples of pizza huts, you know, yes. uh, you know, everywhere. <laughs> and as Americans, I think we like to eat. I mean, just in Springfield alone, we're just talking about our city. I mean, yeah. there's probably close to 500 restaurants. Hong Kong I mean, in yeah. all day long. And 400, 400 are Chinese. Yeah. That's Springfield true. cashew chicken. Yeah, you know, they, so yeah. eat Chinese and speak Christianese. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so it's truly bringing this body under subjection. That's that's the hard part. So I thought about that first and foremost. We like to eat. And then I think we say this too, is that it's necessary because it does. It fuels the body. God created food to, you know, it does. It fuels this body. Or I thought about this. We think that. Uh, that we have to when we get into this. But I love what Jesus said. Y'all know when he was walking in Matthew chapter four, before he started his ministry, God set him apart. Mm. And the first thing, the first thing that the enemy come against him about, because obviously he was fasting for 40 days, 40 nights. That yeah. was just an absolute supernatural fast. If you're going to go on a fast like that, it better be God given. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, yeah. Yeah. because we only know in scripture, I think Jesus did it, uh, Moses yeah. And that, it was supernatural. It really yeah, was because yeah. when y'all know when Moses went up on the mountain, I mean, God sustained him up on that uh -huh, mountain. Uh -huh. I mean, really kept him. But I will say this, you know, the first thing that he, when the enemy came because, boy, he does, he comes. Just like when uh, Ken was talking about eating <laughs> eating today. I mean, it tastes a lot better with brown sugar up yeah, in that, that oatmeal. oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the enemy wants to come. And, and obviously Jesus defeated the enemy saying, man shall not live. And we need to get that in our spirit. Man shall not live oh, by bread alone. Yeah. Yeah. Is it necessary? Do we have to have food for, I mean, we can only go so long. All of us know that we have to have food. 
But at the end of the day, the only survival, just like you said, Brother Ken, I love what you pointed out about what Peter, you know, Peter said some dumb stuff. Uh-huh, in scripture, he did. But that was one of the, he, there's, yeah. there's some times when he said, Lord, where else are we going to go? Yeah. You're the giver of life. Yeah. You have everything. There's nowhere else to go. And so I think that's the thing is that ultimately we say man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I think quite <clears throat> what you're saying is we're, we're just plum addicted to food. We, I believe that. Yeah, we're just addicted yeah. to it. And if I could encourage someone today, Pastor Drew, maybe listening, and they'll say, well, every time I try, I feel like my blood sugar goes down. Mm-hmm. And it, it, no offense, but it ain't yeah. your blood sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's your dying to the flesh. Yes, it, exactly it's what right. And we don't want to. Want That's to, right condemn anybody but no, 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 i no. want to encourage them right. if you think that way or you think that's happening not there may be cases i'm no medical doctor but right. more times than not it's not your blood sugar dropping right. it's that flesh crying out that's right yeah. feed me feed and that's, that's right. your opportunity yes to lock in and say i will lay hold of you yes lord god i will come after you Amen. and the more that dies the more the spirit will bring life praise inside god. Mm-hmm. praise god Yes, yes. So from fasting, moving from fasting, though, even further into that, because we're not fasting 24-7. You know what I mean? There's a season of fasting that we all fast through, um, whether you do it weekly, but we're not doing it daily. At that point, it would just be probably just dieting if we were doing it every day for a whole year. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, we have to move away from the fast. Now, the spiritual disciplines, when you're not in a fast— are very important too. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because we need to make sure we're still, um, you know, for the obvious of it, it, would just be we need to be in our word constantly. That's a discipline. It really is. It's a spiritual discipline to have the communication and connection with God. Yes. Um, the other one would be prayer, mm-hmm. obviously, that mm-hmm. we have to have each and every day inside of our lives. And it's a discipline. Like, it's not something that I think about. It's something that I've had to truly train my body and train my mind and my heart to get into prayer every day. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just that it wasn't at the beginning my first priority. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And at some point, we have to um, say, hey, do we want more of God? And the, the discipline is saying, I'm going to make time to make more um, make more of a relationship with God. I want to ask you guys a question. Is there a time, like, in your own life when it was hard to be disciplined, like, in your Christian walk, like, from now or, like, when you guys were younger, like, in your faith? Is there a time when, like, you can remember that it was really hard to be disciplined in your Christian walk? Oh, absolutely. I I especially think when uh, I was younger, you know, when I was traveling extensively in my my 30s, and uh, I just thought I was indestructible, Mm -hmm. you know? I just thought I could just keep going. And and I tell people all the time, I had two speeds, on and fast. (laughs) And and that was it, you know? And just go, go, go. And even though uh, prayer was a regiment, you one of the things I'd like to point out on that, on spiritual disciplines, is while we have those disciplines and we earmark uh, those times of prayer and Bible reading, that we don't become to where we just check it off Yeah, at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. I did my Come calisthenics on. for right. today. It's Come not a to-do now. list. And, and, and yeah. I would say that's what's different with age, if you will, yeah. Yeah. is you understand maybe failure, maybe yeah. mistakes, but yeah. you realize that it's that walk. Mm, that's and, good. And, you know, with that, you were 
<clears throat> talking about the dif- uh, the discipline and and uh, drawing close to God. One of the things that I I just uh, come to recently, I never articulated about you know fasting. Church. And uh, I was talking to a brother in the church, and he asked me. I I, I fast every Saturday. You know, mm-hmm. I, I eat at five on Friday, and then I eat again on sa- five on Saturday. Sure. And been doing that two and a half years. And wow. we were talking, and he said, "You know, I, I kind of want to incorporate that. And if I'm in a some kind of a social setting, I'll go ahead and eat. I'm not going right. to stick up my sure. nose, or, yeah. or if I'm running <laughs> through an airport and I need that, you know, that's a I may yeah. weigh it out. But ninety percent of the time. But he was talking to a good brother in the church and uh he was he wanted to do something like that and i had never said this before because i don't talk about it but in the course of that at the end i said you know something it never gets easy mm. but i always look forward to it come mm. on yeah, i i, I wish we talk about that for just a minute yeah, yeah. because yeah. i'm telling you yeah. i always look for yeah. you know my wife travels for work a lot of times on the weekend so i'm by myself mm. if she's there she gives me that time she'll go shopping hopefully mm. not too long yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she she'll she'll she it respects that time and gives me that because she knows how personal yeah that is to me and that's what I want people to get to out of this. One of the things about we talk about the discipline, but the reward. And maybe yeah, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, no, that's go ahead. Go because yeah. you've got to think about the reward. Yes. And there is a reward in this life. Amen. And I'm telling you, God, the Holy Spirit will visit you Amen. when you have a, a genuine hunger and you've come to meet him. And you don't come with any, well, our tendency or our mind has been in the past is God met me this way when I said this and done this. So I'm going to do it again. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many know that doesn't yeah. work? Yeah. You know, right. yeah. but he loves the spontaneity, just like a child. You were talking about your grandchild the other right. day. And I, and I thought uh, to a similar, <laughs> your yeah. precious uh, child. And I was thinking about that when, when my little grandbaby, comes that, that lives here in Springfield comes and does something uh, that I had taught her you know yeah. or, or, or that that she's going to show me love she'll walk through the house and she'll come to me and I might not be paying attention I'm doing something and she'll throw up her hands and say Jesus yeah. <laughs> well that's that's getting my attention you, yeah, you know yeah. and oh boy that, that just melts my heart well it's no different yes when we come like that that's right I mean, with genuine childlikeness, yeah. And and, and uh, so I hope that in the, these days of fasting, those that are listening to this, or the next fast they go on, right? Yeah. They'll approach it like that, yeah. yes. not just as drudgery, but there's going to be a right. connection, amen. If you will, even amen. in our whole I like daily, that. I mean, our our daily just walk in general. You know what I mean? Your prayer life, your reading the Bible every single thing that we think about is that it's it's just adding it's building us up Amen. every single time and I, i'm in a total agreement with that you know what i was thinking about too and a scripture that paul put out in first corinthians nine twenty four. i know we're all familiar with the scripture and i really like this scripture a lot it says this in first corinthians nine twenty four, and i just want you guys's thoughts then on this too as well it said do you not know that in a race all the runners run mm. 
but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. Oh, it's yeah. that, praise the yeah, Lord. It's yeah. that, what you're talking about, that reward, praise the Lord, that not only, and I believe that. I, I'll tell you what, Brother Ken, I'm so glad that you say that. I think us as old saints, and I love that. I've raised old saints, yeah. but I think we spoke so much about heaven that, you know, we're, and we are, we're looking for that crown. But, you know, Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. Yeah. And I believe that's not only in the next life. Right. It is in this life. Absolutely. Right? God wants to reward us. You know, what we do in private, mm -hmm. even doing fasting, you know, when we have that, uh, and we talked a little bit last time when we talked about too, Brother Ken, we talked uh, about fasting when it's private uh, versus corporate fasting. And, you know, so when we step off of this corporate fasting time, and we will, yeah. you know, at the end of January, but just like you were talking about, let's make it, and I said this last time, let's make fasting, though, still part of our daily regimen of yeah. worship. And like you said, not to become a religious exercise, yeah. because it becomes dead. Yeah. It becomes yeah. cold. Yeah. It becomes yeah. lifeless when we just check a box and uh -huh. say, oh, and God's not impressed by that. No. He's not. No. And, and it's not a relationship. Yeah. You know, I, I like you said, you look forward to that time. I do. Because you have a relationship. Yeah. And and that's the way it should be of that intimate time with the Lord when God's speaking to us, yeah. when we're in the Word. And so, but I love this. Even beyond this life, we have an imperishable uh, reward that God wants to give us. And then he goes on to say, he said, I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. He said, but I, and here it is, I discipline my body. I keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. I like that right there. Mm. Yeah. Or, or the old King James says cast away mm. or conveying the idea of failing the test or being rejected. Paul, in other words, says this, I got to practice what I preach. So yeah. my, if I'm going to preach yeah. it, I've got to live it. You yeah. know? Yeah. And the, so I like what he goes on. Paul recognizes the, the, the possibility of, uh, failing to obtain the inheritance of final salvation. So if he should cease living a holy life or exercise self-control or enduring hardships for Christ. So what I believe is, just like I said, fasting again and, and these other disciplines, Pastor Drew, that you're talking about as well as you, Brother Ken, it does align our spirit uh, to be in tune with his Holy Spirit. And, you know, I like to think about, I've had a couple cars in my life if you want to know if you're in alignment, if you're going down the highway and you take your hands off the yeah, wheel, it's true. It's and a good if, example. It, if it goes to the left or the right, yeah. you know really bad, you yeah. can tell you're out of alignment. Yeah. And you yeah. got to go to a, a, a body or, excuse me, a mechanic shop, yeah. Yeah. then put the, on a special uh, alignment um, mechanism and yeah. they will align that those front wheels so they will try to be in straight and you know what that's exactly what god's trying to get us to that's do really and i'll good. tell you what god will continually put us on the alignment of his spirit yeah i don't care how old you are yeah you know i think sometimes growing in the faith we get to this well i've been there and i've done that and i'll tell you what if we're not careful pride will set in yeah it will 
And I said, you know, uh, I think about that scripture, Brother Ken, Brother Pastor Drew, where it says, you know, let a man think he stand, take heed lest he fall. Yeah. We always need to humble ourselves and say, God, Holy Spirit, align me today. Yeah. If I'm not in alignment, I'm drifting to the left uh-huh. or I'm maneuvering to the right yeah. and I'm not following you and I'm not in a direct path of your spirit. Put me on the alignment. Holy Ghost, raise me up. Yeah. Do some work on me. Cut off Floyd constantly. Kill this flesh. Let this flesh die out and let it come like Paul says under the discipline. Discipline my body. Keep it under control. Letting self die. So I like what he said there in that in those scriptures about. Well, you you you're getting me all excited. <laughs> I know that's okay. <laughs> but but here's another discipline we've not talked about. And that's the discipline of respecting those in authority over mm. us and listening to wow. them. Wow. Because not only will the Holy Spirit direct us, but God has given us godly men over that's us good. and that's women yeah. that can see more than we see. Yeah. And the Bible says respect to those in authority over you, for they watch for your soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it, it gives me great comfort that I willingly submit to you, sure, sure, men sure. in this church. Yeah. Right. Family members that walk godly, sure. it gives me great uh, a security, if yeah. you will, yeah. because I've given them a, the privilege yes. of saying, hey, you, you, you might want to take a look at that. Right. You know, like right. you said, you might right. be getting out of alignment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. you yeah. know? And and so that's another discipline. Mm, and, and it does take discipline because it's dying to yourself. Well, I don't need nobody to tell me. You got to humble yeah. yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And uh, so, but anyway, we don't get off there, but but, no, that's good. That's a good, that's that's a good discipline. Sometimes I think, yeah, sometimes we can get into the attitude of like, no, I can figure it out. And a lot of us, like, depending on what circumstance you came from in life, you may have had to fight your whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) you, you may have. And so that may be really hard for you to, to come into, um, to say, okay, maybe they're onto something here or, you know, and maybe this is from God. And I really need to listen to this, and it's checking my spirit. And usually if it's checking your spirit, like we were talking about when it's sore, it'll hurt a little bit. Like it doesn't feel good, Uh but that's okay because, again, soreness creates uh, bigger muscles, right? And so sometimes we just got to be able to be broken down. Yeah. Um, just a little bit for God to build us back up. Yeah, that's good. Uh, one thing that we're talking about on Wednesday nights um, in our uh, youth right now is we're talking about uh, God wants to take your threshing floor and turn it into a throne room for oh, him. Right. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah. And the threshing floor, you know, we talk about in the Bible, that's really a time where they would take the wheat, they'd put it along, right? And then the, the animals would step on it and break open uh, the grains, uh-huh. and then they would they would throw it out, right? And, and that's hard. You know, if we think if God was to lay us on the threshing floor... Mm. Right, God, God breaks us down, yeah. but it's that discipline to say, you know what, God's gonna, God's turning this around for something that's so much better than what I could ever make it inside yeah. of my life, yeah. and God wants to turn it around and make it a throne room for Him, make it a sanctuary for Him, yeah. make it a temple. Our bodies being a temple for Him, yeah. and um, you know, it talks about that when David uh, bought. Um, we can in Second uh, Samuel, I believe Second Samuel twenty four, where it really talks about where Samuel bought the threshing floor, 
And then we know later that was the place where Solomon started building the temple, was mm. right on top of the mm. threshing floor. Mm. So you really think about the threshing floor right there, and then they built the temple uh, right on top of it. And yeah. it, it's the same thing inside of our lives, yeah. is that God wants to take our threshing floor and turn it into a throne room for yeah. him. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. yeah, I think it's good. So, um, And that's what we are just talking about on Wednesdays. So they're they going to get it on Wednesday night this week because <laughs> the, the Pentecostal image is going to come out for good. that week. Good. So. Good. Let me ask this. What is one way to be successful in staying disciplined in your walk with God and not turning back to the things of like this world? What's yeah. one tip to be successful? For me, it would be the prayer factor mm-hmm. for me. <clears throat> because there are a lot of people, and I thought about this, you know, we use this reading the word as a spiritual discipline. But the fact of the matter is, Paul didn't have no Bible. Mm. He couldn't carry no great big old Bible, right. you know, Isaiah with him. Yeah. He might have had one. I don't know, but <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he he didn't have. He he wrote the New Testament, so he didn't have the New Testament, right. uh, a big portion rather. So I, I think it's important to realize that, and and I I, I know the importance of the because as you've said. Uh, God corrects us yes. through this word. It's important yes. to yes. have that. But I think the number one would be the prayer mm-hmm. and the sincere communication, not oh. as an act of uh, of, of a spiritual exercise, mm-hmm. but as a consistent. And the reason uh, I'm 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 for consistent, regular times of prayer. Yes. I'm for that. Right, but. As long as we don't leave it right there, because as you said earlier, it can become a ritual. It can. I did that. That's right. It's I true. did that today. That's true. That's true. And instead of walking with Holy Spirit throughout the day, right, yeah. and realizing that you can communicate. But when Paul said, "I pray without ceasing," yeah, of course we go. always know that that doesn't mean you you, you don't do anything. You just right. pray. You you can be praying when you're sitting at the doctor. You yeah. can be Man. sitting when you when you're driving down the car, That's driving right. down the road your car that's right and uh so th- so th- it's that prayer yes because that that stirs you and if you keep that that heart open mm. that tender heart that's good open then that will hinder you because then it's a lot easier for for holy spirit to say don't go down that road mm. right don't do this you know don't do that <clears throat> but with that i think sometimes that people uh when they struggle uh, with things uh, that get them off track, they want to shake it off. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Cut, cut. Yeah. And, and I think we should <laughs> shake yeah. it off, run from it, whatever the case is. But I think sometimes we need to realize when we're going through that, that God is showing us our heart. Mm. Yeah. If we continue to dwell on it, and it keeps coming up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. hey, wait yeah. a minute. I want to show you something. I'm not wanting to beat you over the head. There's something in your heart yeah. that I want to get worked out here. Yeah. And when you come at it with that point, you know, oh, my God, I'm, I thought a wrong thought. You're not hanging your head. You're really the loving Father that's, that's right. wanting you to take a look at your heart Amen. so that he can communicate and be tender so i would say it was the prayer mm. and i kind of got off a little bit no. there, but no, but, but that 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 connection with prayer that's going to be my my that's comment good. you know that's good yeah i like that too and i'll tell you i mean i've been raised in a culture you know too where a grandmother that just constantly prayed and sought the face of god so i am absolutely with you on that and i'll tell you what and you've heard me say this too brother kim uh, too as well as uh, pastor drew but 
I believe a powerful church is a prayerful church. Yeah. I really do. And I believe that in your own personal life. A powerful man and woman of God is a prayerful yeah, woman and true. man of God. Yeah. I believe that. And to add to that, I just believe, for me, it just goes back to consistency. Stay in the course. Yeah. You know, um, I think Paul said, obviously, in these writings in Corinthians, he says, I count my, not myself to apprehend it, but this one thing I do, I'm forgetting those things which are behind me, and I'm pressing into yeah. those things for which are before me. I press toward the yeah. mark for the prize of the high calling of God. Keep going. Don't stop. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening to us, watching us, don't give up. I think the thing of it is is that there are things that we cannot, that, that happen to us in life that we cannot control, yeah. but we can control our, our, our outcome Absolutely. of how we're we respond to that. That's right. We can praise the Lord. We can yep. worship God in the middle of that. Uh, we can um, just honor God because I know the enemy's looking as well as the world is looking yeah. on us. Our family's looking on us the way, how are we going to respond in that hour? Am I going to uh, respond with a pout or am I going to respond with a praise, yeah. you know, and a prayer, yeah. you know, and uh, I think, you know, I'll tell you what, that would have... <laughs> That would have saved me a lot of time and grief as a young Christian in walking this thing with Christ because I responded so much to the flesh, Brother yeah, Ken, yeah, and the too. Lord is still working on me. Yeah, <laughs> bit, hey, bit I ain't too. there yet, but I'm yeah. going to tell you, he's He's still working on me to say, come on, Floyd, react. Uh, if, you're a, if you're, obviously, we're a trichotomy being mean, body, soul, and spirit. We're made up of those things. But I think a lot of times we react so much more to that flesh. And that's what we're talking about today. Of When we come to Christ, we're dying out every day. Paul says, I die daily. Uh -huh. It's it's a dying daily uh -huh. to self yeah. and pride and ego yeah, and yeah. narcissism, uh -huh. all of those uh -huh. things. And letting Christ dwell in us to become uh, what he wants. And, yeah. you know, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. That's what Paul said. But I'll tell you, uh, it, it's a daily dying of trying to uh, let this flesh come under subjection to the spirit and respond accordingly. So along with you, I agree right there, Brother Ken. And I'm just going to say, make it consistent. Yeah, yeah. Be faithful to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Sorry to go long. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I, mine goes actually along the lines of what you were saying earlier with the reproof of others and making sure is to always um, look for that spiritual father, look for that spiritual mother that you have inside of your life yeah. um, that'll really keep you. Um, because when you need the discipline inside of your life, one, they're gonna check you. Uh -huh. You're gonna be checked, yeah. and two, you can look at their life and already see what mm. God has done inside of them. Yeah. Um, the Bible, you know, the Bible says this um, when it, and I just lost it. Um, but, oh, uh, it says this, uh, Proverbs ten seventeen. whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. That's good. And so sometimes in our, in our lives, we just have to, again, like we said, subject ourselves, be willing to take, take what others have told us and then, uh, apply them to our life because somewhere down the line, you know, we look up to these, these spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers because God has used them and we see the spiritual disciplines being used in their daily lives mm. every single day. And if I can just become, um, one half 
you know, of what that person is. But not only that, but also just become so much more full of what God is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It would it would extend our relationship with God so much further in our life every single day. And that's what I think of when I think of staying spiritual discipline. And obviously just being in your word. Mm. It's very important um, that we are in our word every single day. Um, it says this, 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17, we know the scripture. It says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching. Yes. It says, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. Amen. And so the way for us to stay spiritual discipline is for sure all these things that we're talking about each and every day inside of our lives, for sure. Brother Ken, it's good to have you on for our podcast again that's happening. Um, One thing before we leave, I'd love for you, if you could, just pray for the people watching them. This, we're believing, if you're watching this, if you're on the fast, that's great. If you're not on the fast and you're watching this down the road, um, there's still spiritual disciplines that take place in our life every single day. And it's important that we have those inside of our lives. So take what God has given you today, what you've learned from this, and apply it to your life today. Brother Ken, do you mind just praying us out? I will. Praise God. Father, we just come to you. Yes, Lord, I'm praying for those that are watching and listening Mm -hmm. right now. Father, I pray that you would let these words that we've spoken go down in their heart. Yes, Yes, Lord. Father, you'd begin to stir inside of them. You would call them to a deeper walk with you. Mm. Father, that they would look at the discipline as a way to know you in a deeper way. Father, they wouldn't see it as chastisement, but a way to draw them to you. Father, we ask you to speak encouragement today to those that might be struggling. And Father, they're in the middle of this fast. They don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But God, stir inside of them. Put faith inside of them. Help them to stay the course for what's what's ahead. Father, do this, I pray. Father, for the youth of this church, too. We especially, we want to pray for them. God, that you would work a mighty work. You continue to use Pastor Drew, Father, to lead these young people in a deeper walk with you. We thank you for the group that we have. And, Father, we pray, burden my heart to pray for them more, Father, that you would work a deep work and they would grow up to be the men and women of God that they should. Do these things, I pray. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. Hey, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, just go ahead and click below, and you can go ahead and subscribe. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can go ahead and subscribe to us there, too. We will be having more and more podcasts as the years go on and as the the weeks go on, not just years, each and every day inside of our lives. So we thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.